Welcome to the Views from the Wings podcast. I'm Nishan Ryan here with uh, Aaron Palacios. And um, if you don't follow me on Twitter, my Twitter handle is at uh, BigNish20. Aaron, I'll let you give them your uh, hashtag or handle. Um, so it's just uh, A-N Palacios. Um, it's uh, P-A-L-A-C-I-O-S and then uh, number five. So uh, that's my handle there. Okay, so let's dive straight in, right into it. So the past seven weeks have been, you know, they've been, you know, kind of hell just seeing the team just playing. Started, like, that first week just gave us fool's gold with the first half, you know. Yeah, we started right. off really, really hot. We were up 17-0, and I just think that the interception by Wentz before halftime just, like, screwed everything up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it seemed like a lot of it was was trust with those with those guys he wasn't really working with, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's hard when you have so much turnover at that position and you got rookies out there that you're trying to connect with, and you know, and when you got guys dropping left and right, you, you can't keep that that consistency there. Yeah, I think it was just. I think I don't know about you, but for me, I was like just thinking like, oh, we got Deshaun, we got Alshon. We knew Alshon wasn't going to be there because he hurt his Achilles last season. So I was like, right. I think it was a mistake. I don't know for me relying on Deshaun because he got hurt again. So it was kind of like, well, and see, and see, there's there's two schools of thought. It seems like with with Deshaun, it's like, well, you either loved the fact that he was brought here, or you thought it was kind of silly that they were relying on him as heavily as they were, which. I don't disagree necessarily with the move to bring Deshaun here, but I don't understand why they had to go ahead and sign him to that extension. I mean, he was already under contract. Yeah. Might as well go ahead and let him play that out, see how he does. And, you know, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. but you, if you don't extend him, then he, you know, he screws up his abdomen. He's not, he, they're not going to resign him. And if they do resign him, it's going to be something small one year, you know, and, I don't know, because because now it makes it so difficult because you've got all this money tied up in Deshaun, you got all this money tied up in Alshon, yeah, and that, that you know you only have so much you can do at that position now because I believe it's it's somewhere around twenty five million. Yeah, that's and, and they've given us almost nothing. I mean, Alshon's given us zero, and Deshaun can't stay. You know, he can't finish a game. So I think the the main reason why how Howie Roseman made that trade was because he was trying to you know undo what Chip did by just. Letting Deshaun go for nothing, like, right, right. and the, it's you know, nostalgia it there. It's I think that's one thing yeah. they need to get rid of that nostalgia because it's <laughs> like these guys. He's like what I don't know. He's in his like thirty three or something around that age. Like you, you mm-hmm. can't rely on him. Yeah. And it was before the the twenty nineteen draft, so it was kind of like we didn't know who we were going to be riding with. We got J Jaw, and that dude is just like sort of ways of a draft draft he's pick, probably, but he's just a absolute bum but um <laughs> i understood giving up what he did for sean you needed speed they yeah. needed someone to feel it. and he looked good he looked good in 20 um what was it 20 20 uh, 18 yeah bucks. i mean fine i mean he had he had small injury issues that's the thing with Deshaun. i mean other than um i believe it was the rib injury back in 2012 yeah um, they shut him pretty much the whole year because i mean it was a lost year but other than that year I don't think he'd miss more than like two or three games. And it's always little soft tissue stuff, you know, and it, and it makes sense for his body type and who he is as a player. But I, I don't think anyone foresaw it. I don't think oh, you yeah. can blame Howie for, you know, how injured he has been. But what you can blame him in is relying on these old, old ass receivers <laughs> yeah. to, to carry the load, especially when you know Alshon is going to give you 
nothing. And I've said it before. I, they should have treated Alshon like nothing coming in this year. You know, he's on the book, sure, but you, you can't rely on him to be anything. So the fact that they thought, well, you know, he could be back in four, he could be back in eight weeks, no one had any idea. So, you know, your season could be over by then. Yeah. So it, it just seems crazy to me that they relied on Deshaun Jackson and a bunch of rookies with Jay Jaw and Marquise Goodwin. I mean, they added a bunch of guys for sure. But yeah. they were just, you know, and and the only reason they couldn't go add other ones is because the money they tied up, you know, with, with Deshaun and Alshon already. So. Yeah, so I think... That's the situation. It was yeah, when, when the Deshaun trade happened, I was like, all right, I wasn't like too... When it happened, I wasn't like too keen on it. I'm like, why are they doing this? But like, we've seen what he can do when he's healthy. He can go down the field. Like, yep. And, and you saw even last week they respected Deshaun. When yeah. All the corners back up when he yeah. was up there. They're gonna give him space because you know he, he he's Deshaun Jackson. But yeah. at a certain point, you got to think. Well, he, we can't rely on him to be a one. We can't rely on him to be a two. We can rely on him as someone that can play 20, 30 snaps a game. We got to monitor his snaps, and, and you saw week one putting him on a pitch count straight away, which is, it's just man, it just goes to show that there's two different, you know, there it seemed like Howie and and Doug were on two separate pages when it came to that, because obviously Howie thought Deshaun's going to be the one, but the Doug's like, dude, this guy can't finish a game. I'm not going to give him <laughs> sixty snaps. He's he's going to be on a pitch count, but I think, I think, uh, I think the one thing that really captivated Eagles fans to Deshaun was whenever we played him after he, when he was in Washington and Tampa, oh, he, he us. would kill that. He killed us. Like that, that's what we all were banging on. And it's not worked out to we that. Got one game of it. We got one, we got one, one game of it. <laughs> I think if he didn't, if he didn't re, try to rehab the, the hernia injury and he right. went surgery after week two, like, right. I think we would have been, much better off than where where we were at last year, and I I, I agree, and that's a tough situation. I, I I you know I can't say whether or not it was a smart decision, not a smart decision. I wasn't in those you know consultations with his doctors and shit. So you know who knows? He obviously handled it the wrong way, but um, what can you do? It's it's just a poor situation. <laughs> I think okay, moving on to Miles Sanders, that was such a such a good p- draft pick, like. Oh man, beautiful! Yeah, uh, it was probably one of Howie's best. Um, yeah, I mean, he looked—he's got potential to be a top five back every year. And I, I don't think he's quite there yet. You know, he's still got to stay consistent. He's still got to stay on the field first. Yeah, finish games. You know, I, and I don't know if that's more on Sanders or on the coaching staff and Deuce saying, you know, we want to we want to pull him back. Seems to be, you know, they're kind of both they're both saying two different things. The coaching staff's like, oh, he's not conditioned, and Miles like, yeah, I think yeah, I'm fine. You know, once I think I think once he gets healthy, once he gets you know his conditioning, he's gonna be you know he's a stellar player and he, he's a he's a real three down back. He can do it all. We we last year we saw it against the Bills where he had that like sixty five yard run, and then the third down against Washington last year he mm-hmm. took it into the red zone. So he's, I think he's probably one of the more established backs we've had since probably Shady and. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. He just needs to stay, you know. I'm not gonna blame him for the uh, for the injuries because he's getting all these soft tissue like hamstring. That's something yep. that's like yep. you kind of have to be a little bit careful with because if if you plant one way, it could you could tear your hamstring. And it's like I think one, I think Pierre he pointed this out really well. He said, "I think we got to start looking at Doug Peterson and how he practices 
because we're seeing a lot, like shit ton of injuries, like every single week. And it's like, you can't really blame, well, you can blame the medical staff because we've had like three over the past three years, but they're they're not at fault for the the soft tissue injuries. It's what's happening in practice, and it's like, yeah, I mean, and, and everyone wants to point a finger when the company's injured. You know, is it the yeah. staff? Uh, is it these players? What what is it? And I think it's probably a combination of everything. Yeah, it's probably have it's poor you know poor practice planning, and and these players are getting older. I mean, we do have an older roster, you know, yeah. and you know Alshon, Deshaun, those guys getting hurt. That probably has you know factor, but. With, the, with Miles, you know, and, and some of these other, like, acute injuries, like, you know, Goddard breaking his ankle, a lot of it's just bad luck. You yeah. Know? You, can't, you, you can't do anything. And mm-hmm. it's four years in a row now. <laughs> that's yeah. why it's mind-blowing. So people, I understand wanting to find, you know, find someone to say, this is your fault. But I don't know, man. I don't know who you can pin this on other than just, like, a, a perfect storm of absolute craziness. Yeah, it's one of those things, like, how does this keep on happening every single year at the important yeah, time? Probably. Like, we were able to get through it through when we won the Super Bowl because we, I think we had, mm-hmm. during that year, we had, like, depth. That Depth mm-hmm. was key. 2018 was a little bit, you know, we it killed us during the Dallas game and then the Saints game. But I think we were able to get guys like Craven. He's able to yes. get going. And then we had guys coming yeah. back, but... Hopefully we're getting healthy at the we're getting healthy at the right time and we have the bye week coming up. Hopefully yeah, we don't have more. Hopefully we don't have any more injuries. So yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's it. Um, I think it's uh, Brian Short. Uh, Brian Short's on Twitter. He tracks seems like every injury they have, and he's he said that every single quarter they've had at least one. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy, man. And <laughs> this. Division is awful. Like, oh man, it's terrible. It's the, it's terrible. We, but, uh, someone's got to win in it. So we started like we started o two and one, which is like that Bengals game was like we should have easily won that game. We're the right. far superior team, but the way we've been yep. playing the path those two weeks against Washington and then LA was like, do we really expect the Eagles to blow this team out? Like, mm-hmm. and then. I thought we were going to lose, but and we ended up tying with them, which is like, it's kind of a blessing in disguise if you want to look at it. Um, it would be nicer to win, but... <laughs> I think that San Francisco game was like the... was like the weirdest, because I don't think any of us expected us to win. Like No. Well, and see, every game they played, you know, aside from the really the Rams game, they've been in. Yeah. I mean, the... Steelers, I think, ended up beating us by 10. But, I mean, it was a fairly close game. You know, we, we, we hung in there. Baltimore obviously hung in there. So, and, and that's what's, you know, kind of encouraging to see that they're able to stay competitive. Yeah. And, and they've said it a million times. Doug says it a hundred times. It seems like a press conference talking about how resilient it is. And they are, man. They, I mean, I can't think of another team that, that has had as many injuries as we've had consecutive years in a row. In a row. Yeah. And still been able to just, you know, at least stay competitive. They're not great, you know. Yeah. Nine, nine, We're not that great of a team, but we no. still have that urge to, you know, fight. Like, yeah. I think it's the close calls against, like, I think the Steelers and Ravens kind of showed me, oh, look at look what we're doing with Rager out, Goddard out, Ertz mm-hmm. out. 
and all these guys that I'm really we only lost by two to the Ravens. So showing me mm-hmm. like you know, we pl- we play up. T- it, it, one thing that boggles my mind is we'll play up to the competition. We'll play the mm-hmm. the 49ers. We'll beat them. We'll be tough with the Steelers and Ravens. But when it comes to the goddamn Giants, we just opening right. drive was amazing until like. Last missed six minutes of the fourth, we were just trash. Like, yeah, they they play to whoever the, you know whoever they're playing. They're gonna play at their level. You know, it seems like at least for the most part. Um, that was a frustrating game, just to see how easily down the field it looked like a blowout to start. You know, they they took it right down, and then the offense just sputters and sputters and sputters. And then you got, and, and it's a double edged sword with Wentz. Um, you know. He, He's the reason why you know we we are staying competitive. I believe. Yeah, yeah. But he's also a reason why you know we have got ourselves into holes. You know, especially the first three weeks of the season, and especially that you know middle part of the Giants game where, where the offense was struggling. He was throwing balls across the field for a six yard gain. Yeah. It's like it things. It's like it's just the way he plays. I think you know once once he's like. Once he gets a certain point in his head, I think he's just like, fuck it. I'm yeah. just going to go. <laughs> I think <laughs> like, I'm gonna do this. I think people in this fan base need to understand that he's once he's not going to change who he is. He's in his fifth year. You, you got to take with the good with the bad. I, was, I think mm-hmm. last Friday I was talking to my dad. Like He was saying, why does he keep making these dumbass decisions? And I'm just saying, like I told him, he this, that's how he plays. He'll... He'll have a play where he'll throw a dime to John Hightower, and then he'll have one of those plays where he'll just throw a dumbass pick to the other team. Like you got to live with that, and, and it's I know it's frustrating, but I think as fan base as a whole, they need to just accept who he is because he's not going to change. He, he hasn't changed five years in. What 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 makes you think he's going to change now? Like. Exactly. And, and you've got these people that will praise all these amazing plays he makes on his own, creating. Yeah. He's getting plays. And the vast majority of Carson Wentz's best plays are not him standing in the pocket, yeah. scanning, going through his progressions. You know, that's not who he is. He's a guy who's going to break the pocket. He's going to get outside. He's going to keep plays alive that are dead and make them into insane plays. Or he's going to take a play where he could get a four-yard gain, and he's going to try to break it into a huge gain. He's going to take a sack and a fumble. Yeah. So it's a double-edged sword. you got to take the good with the bad with him. And if you don't want all those crazy, amazing plays, that's fine. But you also, you know, you're not going to get Carson Wentz. You're going to get, you know, some watered-down version of him that just doesn't play, you know, to, to his uh, to his uh, potential. Yeah, and I just think, you know, this, like, the, uh, this fan base is, you know, they're, they're very weird. Like, they... They like to judge certain things, but not criticize the others. Like, right. some of this fan base will say, "Oh, Jim Schwartz is a good defensive coordinator." Miles, he's not. He plays his situational defense is very bad. Like yeah, it's the Forty Niners, we're up what twenty five to fourteen, and he lets them go down the field, score a touchdown. Yeah. We get a three and out. They go down the field. They uh, they almost like they almost win the game. Like. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just play what's been working the entire game instead of playing prevent defense and letting the offense yeah. go down the field? And that's like, I think with Schwartz we take the good with the bad. That's kind of how mm-hmm. it is. Like, well, I mean, he's he's obviously he's a stubborn DC. He's gonna yeah. do what he wants, and he knows what his scheme is. And it when it works, it works really well. You yeah, know, when you're able to create pressure with four. Yeah. you know, if these quarterbacks off rhythm, it works. It works great, yeah. but. 
you know, whenever he gets set in his ways, especially we saw with the sticks defense where he was just like, I'm going to run this no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how many times it fails. So I don't think Schwartz is a bad defensive coordinator. Yeah. I, I think I will say the at the end of the Giants game, the holding the Giants, those last two drives, um, which a lot of it was just amazing execution by, you know, players. But he, I mean, you got to give him some credit there at least. Yeah. Where able to come up with those two stops when we needed them, you know, not giving up the, you know, the letting them run the clock down. I think I I see what you're saying, but I think also the reason we were, we were able to come back was Evan Ingram wasn't able to catch that pass. That's pretty oh, for much. sure. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're yeah, right. that's like right. we pro we we had two timeouts left. We probably the two minute warnings there. We probably get the ball with what like maybe a minute ten left, and I probably mm-hmm. in that situation we don't come back. We probably get the yeah. touchdown, but on the two point conversion plays, we probably don't get it, which is like and we never do. So <laughs> yeah. Oh man, but no, you're right. You're right. I mean, the only thing that did save us there was that drop, um, and that was a lucky. I mean, we we had a lot of lucky breaks in that game for sure, but you know, I, it's on to Dallas now. So I mean, a win's a win. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, let's let's move into Dallas week, like there and. As much as we criticize the Eagles, saying that they're not a good football team, Dallas is they're not a good football team. Like no, oh, and, and and they have the talent still. Yeah. I mean they're extremely hurt, just like yeah. we are. Yeah, but I mean, God, they have they got Zeke. You still have three, you know, thousand yard capable wide receivers easily. Yeah, you know, the offensive lines are a little bit of a mess. Quarterbacks obviously a huge question mark, but um, yeah. They're there in a kind of bad way, especially on defense, man. Their yeah. defense. Like I've been, I've been watching videos of saying of like things on like first take and saying how bad like situation this that defense is like terrible. Like mm-hmm. they let I mean, like Kyle Allen bad. go off on them. Like that's <laughs> that's just saying like how bad that defense. Man, and, and and you know, we could still lose. We could still lose, knowing us like. We've, uh, we were in the situation. Uh, we were in the situation back in 2018 where the Dallas Cowboys were just like they were so bad. Like they just came off a loss on Monday night to the Titans, and then we just yeah, we, we were coming. To kill their yeah, we were predicted to kill them. We were coming off a bye week, and I just think that mm-hmm. you can never, as bad as a division opponent is, you can never take them yep. lightly. You cannot. Never. And we saw what happened. They hey, yeah. They beat us, and we got swept by them. We ended up making the playoffs, but if we at least win one of those games, we win the division and have a home playoff game. So it's like... Yep, yep. Changes things a little bit. There. But, um, yeah, I mean, Dallas is always tough. It doesn't matter. You know, I can't... I mean, obviously, 2017, we blew them out. Yeah. Um, last time. Well, they before. they played us tough in the first half. That's what... We yeah. were also coming off for bye week as well. Yep. So, so it's yep. like... But we just... We killed them in the second half, but... Yeah, I expect it to be fairly close. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's low scoring. Yeah. I don't have a lot of faith in the offense still, you know. Yeah. Unless they get Rager, Goddard back both, then I'll get a little bit, you know, it's a little bit of a a boost. But Miles is still up in the air. You know, those guys still up in the air. It's going to be tough, man. I just think the key to this game is getting out like how we did against the Giants, getting out, having an opening drive touchdown. And they keep that momentum going because 
I'm what I've seen is that probably Ben Denucci he's gonna start. So you don't mm-hmm. want to give a rookie confidence throughout the game because that's what happened in yes. against the Giants. You gave Daniel Jones that confidence, confidence, and he's able to, you know, get the lead and but they weren't able to hold on. But you gotta when you're playing a rookie quarterback, you gotta keep on gotta put him down. Attack, Can't let him you come back. Play an attacking style defense, especially with a guy who's thrown what four or five passes, you know, yeah. in the NFL. He's from James Madison University. <laughs> I never heard of this place. Yeah. I never heard of this guy. But, you know, it would be typical Philly fashion to uh, let him have a career fucking day against us. <laughs> I, I think it would be... I think it would go off on us if he had a off offensive line. But the right, offensive line... Got yeah. They, he was... I didn't watch... Did you watch any of the Washington-Dallas game? No, after Dalton got hurt, I didn't watch any of Danucci. Um, okay. But I, I was looking back at, at the at the stats. He took 12 snaps with him. Okay. Right? At, now he took 12 snaps. He was sacked three times. He fumbled twice. And he only dropped back seven times. Okay. So, I I mean, obviously, it's either the offensive line. And I didn't watch these plays. I don't know what happened. But yeah. the offensive line's getting destroyed or Ben is not feeling the pressure. He's not getting out. And he's just taking sacks. Yeah. So... Get to get sacked three times and fumble twice in twelve snaps, that is terrible. So. Yeah. And just think about like Jim Jim Schwartz and the D line, they're gonna be licking their chops because exactly. they're not the offensive line, they're not that their offensive line is not that good. Mm-hmm. And the thing in the past that we didn't have before was a shutdown corner. Yes. So now we have Slay is probably gonna go get go up against Amari Cooper. So that okay. kind of shuts down shuts him down so the it leaves Gallup in, in Lamb open, but I don't know how much time he's going to have. He's right. They're probably going to have to throw like a bunch of like quick slants because that's how the, yes. the Eagles defense gets beat by quick passes. Yep. Yep. Uh, and I think that you're going to see a game plan where they try to get three-step drop, get the ball out under 2.5 every time for him. And it's going to be a lot of timing. You know, It's going to be a lot of short concepts. They're going to probably really try to shrink the field. I don't expect them to try to take any shots downfield. Yeah. Uh, with those, you know, and which is huge with those receivers because, the, I mean, the, all three of those guys can beat deep. Gallup's an amazing deep threat. Cooper yeah. can beat at three levels. And, and C.D. Lamb is obviously showing that he can play at a really high level. So the fact that I, I think that they're going to have to beat us, you know, they're going to have to have a, a, a pretty con- concise game plan, I think. I think they're going to have to, you know, attack certain levels, especially attack the linebackers, you know, <laughs> which is <laughs> too, too difficult. But uh, you're right. I think Slay is going to shut down Cooper. Um, they shouldn't be able to get much deep against us. Yeah. So uh, really going to be all about getting to getting to Danucci and, and hitting them. And I just, I what what I've been hearing is like, I don't think the players they don't play for their coach like that's. And that's the one thing that's troubling is if you're, if your players don't play for you and they don't work hard for you, that's a little bit, that's a sign of a bad coach. And I don't think, I don't, I don't see them being able to fix that in, in one week. And that's, but still a divisional I mean, game. Fix it. I mean, it's got to happen this week. So, yeah. I mean, that does give me a little pause there. Cause I mean, they, they have, if they're going to have any chance to win this division, it's got to happen now. But to me, it's the front office is telling them we're done. I mean, they, they obviously just traded Griffin. They're trying to trade uh, Poe and uh, I can't remember who else is Darius out there. Darius Worley. 
Yes. Former yeah. Eagle. Former oh, Eagle. The former Eagle, Eagle. The Eagle Great. Yeah. That was his greatest Frank Gord. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're obviously they're they're cutting those guys if, if they can't get trade partners. So I mean, it looks like the, they are selling everything, trying to get get out from underneath the seasons. They still <laughs> they still have to play the 49ers, the Ravens, uh-huh. the, the Steelers, the uh-huh. Vikings. I'm forgetting somebody else, but they got to play us twice too. So yeah, I mean. It's a, it's a, not a easy. I mean, it's not an easy road for us. We've got a nasty four game stretch coming up. Yeah. Uh, the bye. Well, I guess five game if you count the Browns. Uh, <laughs> which a little, I think looking a little ahead, but I, I think they can beat the Browns. I'm more, I'm much more worried about the other four teams after that. But um. Yeah, let's anyway. move on to the, let's move on to the second after the bye. So yeah, they play the Giants. They play the Browns. They play the Seahawks, Packers, Saints, Cardinals, mm-hmm. Dallas, and. Washington, so I think I don't think we can beat Seattle. I just think no. I think we have to have everybody has to be there for them. Everybody mm-hmm. on offense, I'm not sure about that, but Seattle's defense they can't be had. But I just, I I have no faith in our defense stopping Russell Wilson at least like at no. least two times. So the Packers game, I would say. We have to be at full strength, but I don't see us going back-to-back years going into Lambeau and beating them. Mm-hmm. I think the Saints game is one of those games where I think the Eagles can win. So I, I think so, too. It's, it's I, at home, too. I don't, I don't – I have no faith in the in the Saints because Drew Bees, he doesn't look like the quarterback that he used to, and, yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty much it. Yeah, I think the Saints are definitely beatable. And when, when you look at the schedule, if they can take care of Dallas and they can take care of New York again, your season really changed. I mean, yeah. you're sitting there five, four, and one. Exactly, you're sitting there five, four, and one, and you've got that five game stretch. As long as if you can win two games in that five game stretch, yeah, that's a win in in my book. So, yeah. I mean, the division you're not going to need. As if you take care of all your division opponents, you beat Dallas twice. You know, you beat you sweep the division. As long as you do that, it's going to be really tough for anyone else to even you know have a chance. Because I mean, like we like we've seen with Dallas, dude, they've got a rough schedule ahead. I think you know it's fair to say that Washington and, and New York, they're done. Yeah, I don't see them coming. Even even though you know they're still only what two games back or whatever. Yeah, I don't see a way that they get back into it. Yeah, so, it's. I should, sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. You can ask. I, I was going to say the question then becomes: Do you even want to win the division? Do you want to go and you know go to a playoff game <laughs> seven one or six nine? I think. Or, there's pros and cons to that. Pros is mm-hmm. Wentz. You need Wentz. You you need Wentz to get those playoff snaps because last last get yeah, last year he was able to play, but then he was taken out by a cheap shot, and yep. then you had all those questions coming in. Oh, he's a fragile quarterback. Stupid, question. Stupid questions. They're based in in nothing. It. Which I'm gonna go on a little bit of a rant real quick. Yeah, play, go for it. Go for that it. Many games in a row. Yeah, it blows my mind that you can that you can play 16 games in a row, 17 actually, and not have a hint of an injury. Not yeah. not you did. I mean, okay, he got knocked out of the Falcons game. That was 29. Yeah, he got knocked out of the Falcons. game. He came back in. Yeah, he got a, he got the win knocked out. Yeah. Fine, but the fact that he can play and and sh- put all these questions to bed, go out there, take a hit to the back of the head, yeah, and you're gonna. And tell me that he's still injury prone based on that. Yeah, that's that's stupid. That is someone trying to drive home a narrative and someone trying to, you know, 
they know what they're doing. You're being yeah. intentionally ingenious when you do that. And, and it's silly, and I think it's something that just comes with the territory with wins at this point. So it, it is what it is, but it's, it seems weird to me that Wentz, had Wentz lost week 17 and they didn't make the playoffs, then there's zero questions about him being injury prone. Yeah. So it's like, so it just doesn't make sense. I think people just try to, they try to diminish what he did down that fourth. Mm-hmm. I know it was against the Giants twice and Redskins and well, Dallas. People yeah, try to. Dallas played the same exact schedule we did too. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's kind of like they try to knock him for that. They say, uh-huh. oh, he wasn't playing well. You expect him to throw like 500 yards, complete right. like four touchdowns with all, like Greg Ward, J.J., mm-hmm. Burnett, Davis, Sanders, Ertz, Ertz got out and then got it. Like, that's unreasonable. Unre- he and, still and had good numbers. Like, yes, yeah, like, he did. And his numbers were great. I mean, he was in December, he was fantastic. And the thing is, they want these people want to add context to Wentz's opponents. Yeah. They want to say, oh, well, you guys played this horrible team and that horrible team, and look at the players they had on their team. They were horrible. Of course he should win. Yeah. But they don't context to the Eagles. Yeah. They don't want to well, – well, actually, Eagles were a pretty bad team too. They had no one on offense. They yeah. had squad guys producing. You know, so it, the, I don't I don't get too caught up in people saying, well, you know, it was, it was a horrible, you know, division. You guys could have – you know, you only had to beat these horrible teams to get in. It's, it's whatever. They did. They beat who they had to beat to get in, you know, and they were a backup quarterback away from beating Seattle. I mean, if they had. Oh, yeah, they beat. They beat. Nate Sudfeld out there. If they, if they had Nate Sudfeld, I think they win. I, win, I think yeah, they I mean, win. McCown, McCown just offered nothing, really. Yeah, it's just. If we we're if Wentz was with the offense during that game and they were getting into the red zone, I think they they instead of getting field goals, they get touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I think it just took a what? I was saying they were, they were moving the ball. Oh yeah, they were moving the ball. It's just that they weren't getting touchdowns, and I just think with Wentz going down in that game, it just it sucked the life out of the entire team. It sucked the yes. entire the the air out of the entire stadium, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like oh. I think at that point, a lot of people that I follow on Twitter were saying, "Oh, it's a foregone conclusion." I don't know if you were thinking that, but I was oh, kind of. Yeah, that was we're gonna lose yeah. that game. Once he went down, I, I, I mean, I was watching at home. I'm just like, it's done. I, I didn't even. I had zero hope. I mean, it was just so defeating, man. It was so happened so fast. He attempted three passes. I think it. The thing that sings the most is if we beat Seattle with the Wentz. I think mm-hmm. we go into Lambeau and we beat the Packers because Deshaun mm-hmm. is coming back. Whatever yep. the, we beat them, and then we probably lose against San. We probably get smacked by San Francisco and the. Yes, yeah, I think San Fran was too powerful. Yeah, laws, um, yeah. and we all beat them already that yeah. year. Yeah, um, they. I think we had a lot of trouble with Devontae Adams. Yeah, fortress. Well, he went off against us again in the regular season, but he got hurt. He got hurt, but. Mm-hmm. I think big reason why we won that game too. Yeah, and then also we might have won. I'm not. It's hard to say. Hindsight's twenty twenty, and it's like, but playing in in we we played in Green Bay like in the summer months. Right. We go there in January is what probably like fifteen degrees. Different. So it's that that's yeah. not Philly weather. Philly Green Bay weather is much worse than Philly weather. Like, yeah, it's different. It's different for sure. Um. 
Excuse me. Um, yeah. I, I, at the end of the day, though, I think they should do all they can. Okay. I don't think they can sell at the, at the deadline. And, and if you want to sell at the trade deadline... Get think, somebody in return that will be able to contribute contribute right yes. now. Yep, yep, yep. And there's... Just like you said, to get that experience, that is paramount. And I'm, it's the end of and anything can happen. Yeah. And you know, the last two teams that made the playoffs with losing records, the um, 20... 10 Seahawks and the 14 20, Panthers. Yeah. yeah. Yep, and the Panthers, they both won playoff games. Yeah. yeah. I think it's... Not it's, impossible. it's not impossible. I just think that people just point to the NFC East as, yeah, it's a trash division, but... Mm-hmm. Other teams like the Seahawks and other teams like the Panthers, they're able to get in and win a playoff game. Like, right. And, and the funny thing is, in 20, you know, back when uh, the Panthers, what was that 2014? Um, yeah. We were 10 and 6. So, yeah. had a just as much of a right to, you know, yeah. to come in. And it's stupid, you know. It's it's just a, a meme now that people like to yeah. carry on. My thing but, is. I mean, it is a terrible division, sure. It's, yeah, it's a terrible division, but it's like <laughs> when you're. For the, all the other team fans that are like complaining about it, make sure your team wins the division so they're not put in the position that we were put in in 2014. Yeah. Just yeah. win your division games and just win enough games to win your division. That's right. pretty yeah. much comes down to that. And, and they added another wild card. Spot yeah. Too. So what are you complaining about? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's complaining to complain. <laughs> they're they're just mad. It's not their division. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's. I know. You don't want to talk about this, but it's the Foles and Wentz thing. Like, oh, boy. Yeah, I, I just got to... No, let's I get into it. Yeah, like, people need to understand what Foles is. He's a streaky-ass quarterback. Yeah. You got to look at 2013, yeah, he had 27 touchdowns, two interceptions. And about then 2017... 30% of that, sorry, in about... Yeah, go ahead. Came in one game, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> the Raiders, the yeah. horrible Raiders. Yeah, and then the 2017 where we won the Super Bowl. Like, if you look, if you look, if you dive closely into the 20, 2017 season, he played like trash against the the Raiders on Monday night. Yes. And yep. he played trash uh, against, the against the Cowboys that closed out to the, the last yeah, week. Yeah. Yes. He yeah. played, I don't. I don't even remember watching that game because I was like, "What's the point of watching?" I don't even know if he played a half. Actually, he I think he a played like a probably maybe a quarter and a half. Yeah, and then and he he was horrible. Was horrible. Was and then going into the the divisional game against the Falcons, like the first, even though we got pass interference on that first play, like oh that God. was such the a duck. duck of a pass. It was such a horrible pass to, to Tory too. I yeah. mean, it was. Underthrown as hell, and you're playing in a dome. So what the? Hell? No, I'm sorry. You're I'm playing sorry. outside. They were playing in Philly. I was <laughs> yeah. thinking that yeah. uh, when they went there in 2018, the following year. Yeah. Uh, no, but yeah. So I mean, it was bad weather, sure. But I mean, that's that's classic fools. He underthrows every pass. Every game yeah. was good. And then I give credit to Doug. You know, that miracle play to get that field goal at the end of the first half. That kind of mm-hmm. again confidence. And then I think. He was able to implement what Chip Kelly did in into the offense in the second half, yep. and then even though we were in, <clears throat> even though we didn't get field uh, touchdowns, we were able to see like he got he had that chemistry with like Ertz and Alshon and right, and then the following week against the against the Vikings, he just went off and 
throw for 300 and three touchdowns and then Super Bowl, we all <laughs> obviously know what he did. And then 2018, the first week, oh, that game was so bad and he played like trash. Like, he did. And then... It was similar to the, the, the game last year. And then against the Buccaneers, we kind of dug ourselves into a hole in that one. He was able to... We only lost by six and then... Yeah, I mean, in a lot of it... He did. He was terrible up until about three minutes left in that game, that Bucks game. I mean, it was. I'm pretty sure they were down two touchdowns um, before he actually, like two touchdowns. You know, it was like two minutes left in the third quarter, and then the offense started moving. But yeah, he scored a garbage time touchdown with like two minutes left. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then the next game he came into was a game against the Rams. I don't, I don't think he played well. He just he had. He was okay. he he just I was like at that game, okay. He was I, I was there. He yeah. was, he was okay. Yeah. And the thing about it was he was making some really good throws when he needed to. Yeah. It's just it's just who folds it is. He's gonna be he's gonna be mediocre for a large period for a large stretch, and then he's gonna have these crazy throws where he just chucks it up. You know, he's got a great deep ball. Um, yeah. We saw that against the Texans when they played. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah. I think. I think that was a game where people were saying, "Oh, could Foles be the quarterback of future quarterback of the Eagles?" I'm like, never, never. I gave that up in 2015 man, or 2014. I knew that was over. Okay. Years ago, man. Yeah. And yeah. It blew my mind. And when he came back, I'm thinking, you know, it's okay. You know, I, I we know who he is though. Yeah. He's a good back. Coming in a couple of games, but then no one saw what he was going to do. No, no one saw that coming. You know, maybe a few Eagles fans thought. Yeah. You know, I will say, you know, there were a large portion that thought we could still win, but I guarantee you none of them thought he would look like a Hall of Famer for two years. Yeah. So once he did that, that's when I think people, like, that's that flipped the switch, and they're like, well, you know, look what he did in 2013. Look at his record in Philly, and it just started snowballing. And once his injuries, you know, compounded that, and his struggles at times, too. Yeah. Then the last, I think, the game against... The wild card game against the, with against the Bears and then the divisional game against the Saints. He was just, he wasn't he was really bad, mm-hmm. and I think that's that's when the Eagles know. That's when the Eagles knew we got to move on from this guy. Like we'll let him get his own money. We'll let him go. He was able to get that contract. With mm-hmm. I think true. I'm not gonna call people in this in this fan base. Who are full supporters? They're fake fans, like. But I think real fans, like, who understand the game of football, know that Wentz is a better option because he gives. He gives more to this team than Foles does, and. Yep. And I think it was. I think a main reason why people in this fan base really wanted Foles is because of those two guys, Elliot Shore Parks, Shore Parks, and Joe Giulio. Yeah. Those were the two guys who were like. Oh my God! We need Eagles need Nick Foles at the quarterback. Carson Wentz isn't good, and then a couple of times last year they're saying, "Oh, this is the biggest game of Carson Wentz's career." Especially every game is the biggest game yeah. of Carson. Especially the game, the Week Sixteen game against the Cowboys. <laughs> and the one thing that I loved the most was when when Colin Coward just called all that. He called them out. Like he just called him out on on that, and I was like, "Oh my!" That's good. I, I must have missed that. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, that's so silly because it's like, well, you can say it's the biggest game of his career, 
but you're just he's just using that as a way to like go back and say oh look he failed in this biggest game of his career and he doesn't yeah. like he ever gives him credit and it's like well look at all these biggest games of his career look at his record in these games and no he doesn't do that it's yeah. just it loves to create divisiveness he knows what he's doing he's smart he's smart for doing it man he's, yeah he he's getting it. he's oh. getting all those follows and likes and mm-hmm. retweets like I guess that's what it, that's what a beat report. That's what it takes. You just got to create. You just got to get a certain following, and you just got to say crazy stuff after that. (laughs) Yeah, it's just this is this is a weird fan base. Like, I joined probably. I was joined in depth of it probably in like, twenty seventeen, so I was kind of like, all right, like Darius. I know he's a good guy and everything. I haven't met him, but. During that time when, like, Eagles just won the Super Bowl, he was, like, saying, oh, when Foles needs to be a starting quarterback. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like. <sighs> yeah, well, you know, I don't blame people too much. Oh, yeah. At the time, I was I was at his throat, too, I'm sure. But yeah. looking back, you know, it, there there was a lot of reason to believe that just because of the nostalgia with Foles, you know, the, especially going on to the next season. Now, I didn't understand it necessarily right after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, you know, going into 2018, and you see Wentz did struggle, you know, at times. And a lot of that was because he was, you know, playing with a broken back and a bum knee. You know, yeah. And he performed well. But there was never a point where I thought, you know, Foles needed to be the guy. But I think he knows. I mean, he said now that it was pretty silly to to think that Wentz shouldn't be the quarterback. So I mean, he he knows he was wrong about it. I think, but uh, yeah, that was a. Uh, I mean, it still it obviously still goes on. I, I think a lot of that can be put to bed if Foles gets benched again, which I think he will be. Yeah, I mean, he played like trash on Monday night. Oh, it was horrible. It was and a lot of that was. I mean, a lot of that you got to give credit to the Rams because I mean they were pinning him. Johnny yeah. Hecker, I've never in my life seen a punch. <laughs> Like that man, yeah, that's he literally could have been the MVP, but um, no, I I think even even given those short fields, he was still doing nothing. I mean, you got you have Allen Allen Robinson, he's a top 15 wide receiver, yeah. I would say easily. Um, your offensive line's not good, you know, fine. You got Jimmy Graham, he's an okay tight end. You got you got you know, Montgomery's okay, but I just say you, you see the limitations with Foles, he's not a guy who's going to create on his own, yeah. He's he's gonna get he's gonna give you what you give him. You give him a great game plan, some playmakers, some guys that can do stuff after the catch. He's gonna be good, but at a certain point, you can't sustain that. You can't sustain having that great game plan every week. You can't sustain having all those same players out there. When things get rough, Foles does not. He, he just he he doesn't come out of it. Really. Yeah, <laughs> that's who he is as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think I think he should have retired after the 2018 season, but uh-huh. he was looking for that money, and you can't blame somebody oh, for doing that. Get that paper. <laughs> yeah, but Jesus, even if you get that paper, you still gotta perform. Like, oh yeah, you do. He hasn't, but <laughs> I, I think he's gonna get benched. I think they go back to Trubisky at some point because he, especially with with who they have there. I mean, their offensive line is crap, so. It would make sense to give reps to the more athletic, more mobile guy who can actually create. You know, I am a bit of a Mitch Trubisky stan, I guess. Yeah, I saw that <laughs> on it a lot. You yeah, know, I, I, I did think he, would, he. I still think in the right situation, he could be a, a decent quarterback. But 
you know, at least where the Bears are at now, he's going to give you someone that can create with his legs. He can, you know, he's 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 better on the run than Foles in, in my eyes. So I, I think they could scheme some stuff for Mitch, but I don't think Foles lasts much longer. I think with the Bears defense, you don't need like a gunslinger. You just need somebody mm-hmm. who can, like how they what happened in 2018 when they had that amazing defense and they just had you know Trubisky just managing the game. That's all they need. Yep. Yep. And they went 12 and 4, and they were a double doink away from the end of <laughs> Yeah, that was. New Orleans. So, um, I, and speaking of that team, there's a fairly good possibility if, you know, we, we keep winning that we play them, you know. <laughs> uh, so that. They play the. I, 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 I don't. If, oh, I was. If that happens, if the Eagles oh, play God. the. Bears wildcard weekend, that's going to be, I think that would be the game if Wentz wins it, and if it mm-hmm. does happen, that, I think that's the game that's going to put all that conversation to bed, that fall should hope. be, you hope, but I, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, I looked at their schedule, they play the Saints the next, yeah, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, okay. I, they play the Saints next, and mm-hmm. they got to play the Packers twice, and that's still true, yeah. That's yeah. three more, probably three more losses there. So it's like, mm-hmm. it would be amazing for like, you know, storylines leading up to the yeah. week. Oh, man. They would, ESPN would love it, man. Bleacher Report. Would, ESPN, Bleacher yeah. Report, Fox, Sports would love that. I would love that shit. So I'm would, uh, Joe, yeah. our good friend. All right. So that was awesome. First podcast yeah. done. It's a good inaugural show, I think. Okay, well, we'll talk to you guys later next week. Peace. All right, take it easy, man.